Welcome to It's All BS, a podcast about success and mindset. I'm on a mission to help you get unhooked from what's keeping you from having the life you want. I'm your host, Master Certified Success Coach, Belinda Smith, founder of unhookedlife.com. Ready? Let's go. Hi, hi, hi. How are you doing? What's good? I hope everything is okay. And if it's not great, then try to at least find what three things you're grateful for. And one of them can always be that you brushed your teeth. Remember that. I am just coming back from, gosh, some really co- couple cool things. I was at a songwriting retreat in Clayton, Georgia. Went up there with some lovely friends and co-writers. Then we made stuff up for a weekend. And that was awesome. And then it was Thanksgiving. So I went home to West Virginia to hang out with dad. Holidays are way, way smaller and way quieter now. But you know what? Still have my dad. Still have We still have us. And that's our family. Plus, that's just biological. We have a lot of logical families. So no worries on that. I was listening. Oh, wait. No, no. I know you're invested in Pamela the intern. So I wanted to let you know that. She got kennel cough, like right before I went to the uh, retreat, she got groomed. She had her very first official grooming. And then the following week, in in between that and Thanksgiving, um, Pamela got kennel cough. Good times. But you know what? Um, She's good. We had an amazing vet in West Virginia who came in at like 745 on Wednesday night to see her and to help her. And then obviously Webster got his uh, medicine too. So isn't that crazy? Yeah, it would never have happened here. Or I mean, I would have gone to emergency hospital in Nashville, but that would have probably been 2000. So super, super grateful to Dr. Shockey in Ripley, West Virginia for that. All right, today, I know I'm giving you all this information, but <laughs> today I, um, a lot has been coming up. And, it, you know, so oftentimes when I'm supposed to talk about something or when I'm supposed to be thinking of it, it, it's reflected back to me in things that I watch and things that I hear. And it's kind of like, the, you know, those nudges you are like, Oh, that, that's in my head. And then I'll start to see something that goes with it. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if everyone else gets those. I assume that you do. But today, I really want to talk a lot about kind of what you want to leave behind and what you want your legacy to be known as. And here is kind of where all of this is coming up. I heard somebody say, and I know, listen, I know I say this all the time, but you are put here with your specific skills, your specific abilities, um, spheres of, of influence circles of (laughs) references, geometrical um, protractors Um, You're here with all of those things and the things you can do just like you can and nobody else does. I believe that those are the actual things that we need or we should choose to use to their fullest potential so that we are filling the world with what we want with us and then leaving behind um, something a little bit better for having been there. I know that like, I can tell you like all the, (laughs) all the cliches, I want you to live your best life. You know what? But it's true. I think it just got a little overused and now sometimes it's just such a cliche, but yeah, it's still kind of that. 
but you know what? It's like you have this life and it seems like, you know, rather than squandering it away, it seems incumbent upon us to go, wow, I'm only going to be here for this particular amount of time. I don't exactly know when it's going to end. And so I have this ability. I can do these things. This is easy for me. Then why wouldn't I be doing that? You know, why would I always be making something hard? For example, you know, I talk about um, selling things, you know, being worth your money and all of that. Um, One of my best friends in the whole world, he is actually um, working on being an artist and he doesn't do much social media. So I was like, Hey, take photos. I'll put them, I'll put them up on Facebook. And he, he is so, he was going to value them like in a place that was so not okay. And so since he's not on social media, I put them up and I put them at the price that I thought they should be. And you know what? They're selling. And you know why? Because that's how much they cost. And that's how amazing they are. But isn't it funny that we can do that for other people and we have a harder time doing that for ourselves? Yeah. So bringing it back around, it would be really great if we could honestly try to see ourselves, see the best in ourselves based on the way other people see the best in us. You know, it's like, okay, when someone's telling you, oh my gosh, you're so good at this, well, pay attention. You know, if someone says, oh, you're so good at staying level headed in a crisis, pay attention to that. You know, when you're like, it's easy, I got this. The other day, someone was like, who has good penmanship? We need someone with good penmanship to write this card. And I'm like, all right, here, because you know what, here's the truth. I practiced my signature in cursive for like eight years for what? first, what, second grade, maybe to probably 12th grade, I guess. I always practice my, my, um, penman, my cursive penmanship. And you know what? I just did it. <laughs> That's a ministry. No, I'm kidding. I, um, I was listening to this this morning. He's a, a preacher and I don't, I don't often leave him on when he comes on, but, uh, for, for whatever reason, they've been playing some old, older, clips or, or not sermons of his. He's, he's uh, well up in age and I believe he's even retired, but he was talking about what kind of effect do, that you want to have on the world. And of course, you know, I'm always about this and I just was, was telling you that, but then he started using that, you throw your rock in the river analogy that I've used and you throw the rock in the river and it starts to ripple. And then something else comes, you throw a different rock and there's different ripples. And eventually if you sit there, like they're all so conflated and they're all together, you're not even sure where was the first rock or who threw the first rock. All you know is what's left and there are positive or there are ripples. And you want to be part of the positive effect of that as far as I'm concerned. And I was thinking about more important, who, how will we ever know? Like we won't know. So one of the most important things about us trying to fulfill our talents and our gifts, the most important thing is to know that we have to do it in faith. Like we will never know how far it goes. So all we can really do is do what we, what we do and do it in good conscience and hope it goes where it goes, you know? assume it's going to go where it goes. And I've seen about people who had done that for me to sort of bring this home, people who will never know that they made a difference. And um, yeah, I just wanted to tell you about a couple of those. So uh, thinking about that, when I was in 
I think it was eighth grade. I can't, it was about eighth grade. And I had a complicated knee surgery was to keep my leg from growing as far as it was going to so that my, both of my legs could be a little, you know, closer in in length. So I had the surgery. It was, it was, it was awful. (laughs) Maybe I sugarcoated it. It was awful. And through all this stuff, whatever, I ended up, I had a full leg cast on. And the second cast they put on me was, I don't remember, it was a different kind of cast. And the problem, like I kept itching, like my leg kept itching, but you know, of course it would. So whatever, you know, you're in a cast, it's, it's you're going to have an itch. And it got to the point where like I was putting coat hangers down my um, cast just to scratch my knee. And we finally went in and it was time for me to get the cast off. And what they found was that I had had a skin reaction, an allergic reaction to this particular cast. And I had a skin infection, which not to gross you out, it's just the truth of it. it my leg was really it was swollen and it was just sort of blister upon blister upon blister. And you know, the fact that I that I only had the, the discomfort that I had was amazing. But for an eighth grader, I was mortified. I mean, it was just horrifying. It was horrifying to, to, to see, it was horrifying to see that was mine. How, would it ever get better? Was it going to like, what was going to happen? And, and really it was just, it was craziness. And so they put a lot of medication on it and they were like, listen, you know, you have to, we're not putting another cast on it. I want you to go home. Let's try to get this skin infection cleared up. And the worst part, so, you know, I'm this grade, I can still kind of remember, but the one memory I have out of all of that is I was in a wheelchair and mom was pushing me down the sidewalk and my leg was straight out on the wheelchair and we were passing another woman on the sidewalk. And I was, I was so embarrassed because, you know, I'd worn shorts. It was, it was warm outside. It was summer and I couldn't hide my leg from her. And I was, it was like that horrible feeling of, I am so gross and I'm so disgusting. And there was a woman coming toward us and there was nothing I could do to hide. And she looked down at my leg and she looked up at me and she smiled. I'm still telling you that story today and I could almost get weepy about it. I don't even know if she knew what she was doing. I don't know if she cared, but because she smiled at me and did not look away, that affected me so deeply. And if I knew who she was, I I mean, I wouldn't recognize her, but I would give her the biggest hug. It just made so much of a difference. Another example of someone whose existence made a long lasting helpful, helpful impression on me was my elementary school principal, Mr. Hutchinson. I think it was Craig Hutchinson. And I went to Cottageville Elementary and we got a brand new gym floor. Now at that time I was wearing a brace and I think I've told you my, my was, I had a leather shoe um, attached to a metal brace that went up to my knee. I, and, and so the rule was on this new, this new basketball court, absolutely no shoe, but tennis shoes. So was not going to happen. 
And so I wanted to play, there was an intramural game, I believe it was intramural, it wasn't a real, real game. I wanted to play in that so badly. And I asked the basketball coach and he said, well, you'll have to go ask the principal. And I mean, you know what, now looking back, I'm like, we just had like (laughs) no real awareness on how to deal with children with disabilities. (laughs) It's okay. So I went in and I was so, I was, I just assumed Mr. Hutchison was going to say no because of my shoes. And, you know, I had been the quote unquote basketball manager forever. I got to carry their water. And then I got, um, I got to be able to do the um, books, I guess what we called it. Like you kept the books and I wrote all the scores and stuff out. Um, But I'd never gotten to play and I just wanted to do that one time. And so I walked into Mr. Hutchison's office and I was so afraid. I I already kind of knew the answer. And I asked him if, if it would be possible if I could just play, um, maybe just once in the game. And he looked down at me and he, he was just like, like, I get weepy now. No one. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I would cut that, but I'm not going to, um, he looked down and he said, well, Belinda, I don't see why not. And I mean, you could, to this day, I'm like so grateful that like there wasn't a question, like, like the, the basketball coach was trying to shove it off onto the principal and the principal was like, of course. And so big shout out to Mr. Hutchinson, whether he's with us or not. Um, but that mattered all the, all the while, even now, again, I'm still telling you about that. The rock he threw in that river, the, the, what he left with me was complete kindness and how to treat people who are asking for like their big ask, you know, that was a big ask. You know, I was a little kid, seventh, eighth grade. Um, well, it had to be no, I would be been sixth or seventh grade. It was a big ask. And Mr. Hutchinson made made it worth it, you know, knowing that. And so I, I've always really tried to pay that forward, um, even unknowingly. That's just sort of who he who he made me to be. And the one other example that I was thinking of is I was stuck in traffic one day, I was here in Nashville, and a woman ran by me weeping. I mean, just sobbing, going by me. And I'm sitting there in traffic and off she goes. And, you know, we sit in traffic and we're mad and we're annoyed and it's all these things. And I, I, the, the kind of sobbing and grief that I saw on that girl's face. I mean, all I could do was start to pray. I didn't know what I was praying for. I was just praying for her. I wanted her to be okay. And to this day, I still think that. And I mean, I still wonder how she was and how, it, you know, what happened that allowed me to, to be more compassionate. That girl had no idea what rock she was showing. She was throwing in the river and who was paying attention, but here I am a stranger. She will never know what that did to me. There's so many more examples I have of this, but I want to make sure that you understand that you can be that for strangers as well. I hope I've been that for strangers. I think the main thing that will stick around after I'm gone will be my songs. Um, But I don't even have any idea how far those go. You know, I have no idea who's heard my stuff, who, who liked it. Who was like, oh my gosh, get that song off the radio. I hate that one. You know, I mean, like, it doesn't matter, but I will never know. I will absolutely never know how far things go. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was going to say something else, but then I've started to think about Mr. Hutchinson again, and then I was going to get weepy again, and I'm just not going to do that. So basically what I want to do today is is encourage you 
to really consider what you want to leave behind. And when I say what, I'm talking about what parts of you, not, oh, I'm going to will this car, will this house or whatever. What parts of you do you want to be throwing, treat, treating, treating it as a rock and throwing it in the river? And what parts of you do you want to be creating the positive ripple effect? What are those parts, those things that you want to put into the world? How do you want to live? How do you want to leave it? And who do you want to be? Stuff that we really do have, have a say in, you know, we really do have a say in it. So yeah, with that, <laughs> it's like super weird, emotional podcast. Um, I do want to encourage you to use your potential. And I do deeply, deeply challenge you to really choose the best possible life for you. Don't squander your moments and be someone who leaves something better than you found it. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you invite your friends to listen in. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I have a limited number of openings. So let's talk and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Every star counts. See you next time.